You are listening to the Life, Hope, and Leadership Podcast with Nick Shabrinsky, a transparent, honest, and encouraging podcast to equip you through real-life experiences. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for jumping in on Life, Hope, and Leadership. I am excited to just share this thought with you today. Uh, you know, I am a pastor, and so a lot of this uh, podcast may be just a little bit of therapy for me, to be honest, and uh, it might be a little therapy for you. And I just want to give you a little bit of a heads up. You might be listening to this, and you're like, hey, dude, I'm not a Christian, and I've already mentioned this in other episodes, but I did not grow up in a church environment, and I grew up in a very crazy home growing up in my younger years, and I'm grateful that in my teen years I became a Christian. It changed my life forever, but I want you to know that I am not a Kool-Aid kind of guy. Like, I really believe that you should ask great questions, and I believe that every question deserves a good answer. And so uh, my faith was a journey that I was very intentional about um, dis- discerning and, and really understanding what I believe and why I believe it. And I believe that I have accumulated enough fact to, um, to merit faith. And I don't believe that there's ever enough facts that will keep people from um, trying to combat faith. But faith is a necessity in everything we do. And that's exactly why this podcast is all about life, hope, and leadership. I think that everybody has to live life, and everybody's trying to navigate hope, and everybody needs to unlock leadership. And I hope if you're taking notes today that you would just write that down and realize, I need to unlock my leadership. Your promotion is hiding in the strengthening and growing of your leadership Sometimes your promotion is hiding behind your ability to just gain hope and to go to work tomorrow, believing that tomorrow is going to be a better day. That business you always wanted to start is hiding in your hope. That life you've dreamt of might be suffering from your lack of hope and your inability or your lack of desire to grow your leadership. And I honestly, today, my thought is, very much to that point of why I believe a lot of people have given up on hope, why a lot of people are not advancing in life, and why a lot of people are not maximizing their leadership. And I call it the pits. So today's episode is called, It's the Pits. It's the Pits. P-I-T-S. You know, this this thought actually comes from the time, um, it was the first time I ever tried one of my favorite fruits to this day. I love this fruit. I don't get it all the time. And I had heard about it. I never like cherries. I don't like maraschino cherries. I don't like cherries really at all. Uh, when I go to Dairy Queen or um, Glenn's Custard, which is right by us near the Pittsburgh area, if you're ever in the area, make sure you go check out Glenn's. It's about 20 minutes outside of the city. But uh, I don't like cherries. And people kept telling me about a cherry called the Rainier cherry, a Rainier cherry. 
They said, man, this thing is so good. So I was excited. I was like, okay. Because I am a kind of guy that, like, if you tell me something tastes good, I'm going to try it. I mean, I don't really care what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm like, hey, let's try it, man. Okay, so one day I'm going through the store, and there it is. Bam. There it is. Yellow, reddish, beautiful, very, very fruity-looking cherry. So I'm like, man, it doesn't look like a normal cherry. So I take a bite. I'm so excited. I look at it. I pick it up. I pull off the stem, and I take a massive bite i'd heard of them i heard they were good but nobody told me that my overzealous bite was going to cost me nobody told me that there was a pit inside of this rainier cherry had no clue so i just chomped down thinking it's just like any other cherry took a big old bite of it and man did that hurt it hurt so something i had been thinking was going to be so enjoyable and so juicy and so tasty and fruity the moment i bit into it all it did was give me a bad memory it was a bad experience and i feel like this is what's happened with a lot of people in their life a lot of people in their hope and a lot of people in their leadership you took a big bite out of it and all of a sudden you hit the pits and i'm just going to be honest my friends sometimes life is the pits My wife and I have been married for almost 13 years. Sometimes marriage has been the pits. I know people that have kids. I can't wait to have kids. Can't wait to have kids. And then your kid hits three and you're like, oh my gosh, having kids is the pits. You buy a house and all of a sudden the water starts. The water leaks through the ceiling. It's the pits. We all have them. We've all experienced the pits. Are you with me? Come on, just say it. It's the pits. Get it out. But I want you to understand that just because something is good doesn't mean it's always going to feel good. Write that down. Just because something is good does not mean it's always going to feel good. How about this? Just because something is right does not mean it's always going to feel right. Do you think every marriage that made it to 20, 30, 40, 50 years always felt like waking up and that it was the right thing to do, just, man, I just, this marriage just feels right today. No, sometimes right things feel off. This is why it's important to be listening to podcasts and reading really good books and having a faith in a God who is higher than all things. I love that. The Bible says we serve the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. What does that mean? He's before it and after it, and he knows how to get through it. If somebody has already been to the other side, that's the type of person that I want to listen to on how to get through it. I hate trying to get directions from someone who's never been there. So that's what makes Jesus so amazing. So anyway, all that being said, just because something is good doesn't mean it always feels good. This doesn't feel good. I don't like this. I this 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 cherry was supposed to be so good, but I took this bite and the bite was painful. Oh man, man, this is this is this is gonna be good for you. This is gonna be great. You just need to, you need to do this. You need to go to the gym. It's gonna be good for you. It's it's the right thing to do. You need to go to the gym. You need to lose weight. You need to get healthy. You need to get your heart rate up. You need to get your cardiovascular activity in your body. And just because something's the right thing to do does not mean you're gonna feel right. You go to the gym day one. Next thing you know, you can't get out of your bed for a week. I felt like I could get out of bed when I was unhealthy. Now I'm getting healthy and I could barely move. So just because something is right doesn't mean it always feels right. And listen, just because you should dive into something does not mean you shouldn't use discretion. And I want you to realize that part of advancing in life is the ability to use discretion in every 
situation. Now, obviously, we live in a society where the moment somebody hits the pits, they just want to cancel it. They want to kill you. They want to throw you out the bus. We can't do that. There are pits in every season. Write that down. There are pits in every season, no matter where you are, in every situation, in every season, in every circumstance. There's always going to be pits. The Bible says something very clear. I want you to catch this. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, See to it that you walk circumspectly. Here's what it really means. Here's what I want you to do. In every situation, I want you to walk around whatever it is you're doing with 365 degree perspective. Not 365 degree. That was years, days, in the year. 360 degree perspective. See to it that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools do, because fools just dive right in. Fools just bite the cherry. Fools don't ask questions. A wise man would have said, hey, do I just bite this? Is there a pit? It, do, do, I just, is it, do I have to be uh, concerned? Does it need rinsed off? Is there a bitter flavor? What should I be expecting? No, I was a fool. I just bit it. But the Bible says be circumspect. Walk thoroughly around this thing. Investigate it before you do anything. Not as a fool, but as the wise And you want to redeem your time because the days that are happening around you, they're evil days. Therefore, do not be like the foolish person. Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Well, I guess the will of the Lord was that the cherry would have a pit in it. And if I would have been wise, I would have said, God, what's the will for this cherry? And God would have said, the cherry is full of flavor. It is full of nutrients. It is full of life. It is full of juices and hydration, and you will love it. But take your time, because there's a pit. So here's what the Bible says, 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, do not believe every single spirit, but test the spirits that are around you. Test the spirits that you're feeling and hearing and experiencing, and test them to see whether they are from God. So that tells us not every spirit is of God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world, and they are confusing people. And this is what has happened. A lot of people go, hey, man, I'm going to jump in to Christianity. I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to plant a church. I'm going to be a youth pastor. I'm going to be an evangelist. I'm going to go around the world and do world missions. Don't mind all my sound effects. I'm just really weird. The reality is I went to Bible college, and I loved Bible college. And then one semester, I bit into the pit, and it almost ruined my life. Because I didn't know how to navigate that sometimes you bite the pit and sometimes you get the fruit. And I had to be mature enough to go, wow, just because I hit the pit doesn't mean I spit out the content. You spit out the pits, but you don't spit out the fruit. So we got to test everything. First Thessalonians 5.21 says, test everything and hold fast to what is good. Come on, say that. Test everything. Say it. Test everything and hold fast to what is good. Now, we sadly, I believe, have become a society where we test everything and we no longer have discerned what is good. So we test everything. We, we're cynical about everything. We're mean about everything. We criticize everything. And you have to stop this. If you want to maximize your life and if you want to increase your hope 
And if you want to have any leadership, you cannot throw everything out. It's called throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We've done this so much, and we have created a cancel culture, not just in the world, but also in the church. I mean, God does great things, and then people come around, and they want to sniff around it, and they want to speculate and spectate and blackadate and jikabrate. That's that's just what they do. People, we, we got to stop. The Bible says test it and hold on to what is good. It is good. So here's the reality. I went to Bible college. Bible college was good. There was just some bad things that happened, and I got upset because I was immature, and I stopped. I hindered my hope. I hindered my life for a season, and I almost crippled my leadership. And I want you to understand that every season of your life is going to promote you the opportunity to grow in your life, to grow in your hope, and to grow in your leadership. But you have to be wise enough to know that no matter where God puts you, no matter what job, no matter what relationship, no matter what opportunity, whether you're starting something or you're ending something, whether you're birthing something or you're having to walk through the death of something, everything, the Bible says, every good thing comes from the Father of Light's but everything in the world is going to have pits at times. They're called pit stops. Hey, man, we're on the road. Everything's going great, but we got to stop. Why? Because we got some stuff we got to let go of. And the pit is the part that you have to let go of. The Bible says very clear, in this world, you will have tribulation. This is what Jesus said. Hey, guys, FYI, look, I know you love me. I know somebody might have told you something. Hey, give your life to Jesus and everything's going to be okay. No. Give your life to Jesus and everything will be assured. Not everything's going to be okay. I've gone through death and pain and struggle and and setbacks. I've fallen and screwed up. I've had ups and downs. I have had failures beyond compare, but I've had incredible victories and wonderful memories and opportunities. I've had life-changing moments for the good and life-changing moments for the bad as I have loved Jesus. So what you have to realize is that in this world, you will have tribulation, or how about this? You will have pit stops. In this world, you're going to bite into next seasons and opportunities, and you're going to hit the pit, and that sucks. But the Bible says this, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the pit. I've overcome the pit. Jesus has overcome all the pits. What does that mean? Jesus, I can bite into anything, and no matter what I bite, even in the hardest times, I know that you got me. So then here's what the Bible says. Throw aside every single thing that so easily ensnares you. This is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible says, hey, throw aside all the pits. Throw aside all the stuff that's slowing you down. Throw aside all the stuff that's making you struggle, all the things that are bumming you out, all the things that are disappointing you. Throw them aside. Let them go. Stop thinking about the person that hurt you. Stop stop chewing on the pit. You were never intended to chew on the pit. Spit it out. Forgive a person. Let it go. Release them. Make your next step. What's your next step? Letting go of the part of the fruit that I don't need. Here's what I want you to think about. It's going to suck sometimes. Very simple. It's going to suck sometimes. That's life. What's that song? That's life. That's what all the people say, right? That's life. Sometimes it's going to suck. But I want to encourage you with this thought, and I want to wrap it up with this. Do your best to be the fruit and not the pit. Do your best to be the person that brings life and sweetness and energy and joy. Be the type of person that brings the Spirit of God into the room. The Bible says, be filled with the fruit of the Spirit. 
that you should be full of the fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, long-suffering, mercy, whatever, all these different fruits that you should be, you should be a fruit tree, but don't get it twisted. Even when you are your fruitiest, you still may have pits. And here's what's cool about that is that keeps you humble because sometimes you'll bite into the life of another person. You'll be like, wow, I thought they were going to be so great and I got their pit, but don't forget you got a pit too. And here's what Jesus said. Don't be looking at the speck in, in, the, in, in your brother's eye or your sister's eye and you forget the big old plank in yours. Don't be looking at the pit in theirs and then you know maybe they got a uh, cherry pit and you got a massive plum pit or an avocado pit. So here's my encouragement to you. It's going to suck sometimes. So do your best to be the fruit and not the pit. And try your best not to allow the pit to keep you from appreciating the fruit. Did you catch that, my friend? Don't let the pits of life keep you from enjoying the fruit of life. And maybe you're listening and you've experienced some pit in the Christian world. And I want to encourage you to release them. Even if you're a non-Christian, release them. Because Jesus is the sweetest fruit. And sometimes we are just a little pity. Anyway, I hope that encourages you. Thanks so much for jumping in on Life, Hope, and Leadership. I hope that this makes you wake up tomorrow ready, 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 ready to captivate your life, your hope, and your leadership. Have a wonderful day. Change your world this week. You are listening to the Life, Hope, and Leadership Podcast with Nick Shabrinsky, a transparent, honest, and encouraging podcast to equip you through real life experiences.